It's Pastor Chrissy and Pastor Sandra and some of our um, prophetic team is going to be helping today as well, which is great. Sandra, can I just ask you to pass me my phone because I've got a little something on there I need to use as well. Lovely to be with you again. And um, you're going to, as I said to you, just better get used to the sign of this face between whenever, oh, beautiful face, beautiful. Um, uh, Because apart from being, having to go to Ireland to be with my dad, and now last night I heard my mother is actually in hospital, Resting heart rate 139, not a good thing for those of you who are medical. Um, so um, I'll be here apart from that. So you better get you, you all. Can, can I have a little bit more? Is there any more encouragement on that? Because I love you guys. And uh, I just love being here. I really, really do. And, um, you know, I sit in this place and I... I just sense the Lord in our midst. I sense his heartbeat and, you know, I, I find myself more and more just, just really um, enjoying the connection with you. You're a kind-hearted bunch of people, um, really, just incredibly, um, incredibly loving, just incredible. And I've been overwhelmed by your, um, you know, Sorry, I haven't responded to a lot of the Facebook things because I just haven't had time. Um, but I'm just overwhelmed by your thoughtfulness. And I know that, you know, you guys don't have life easy. You guys do things tough. And yet you have time to think about other people. And that really touches my heart. And um, I just want to really encourage you. The Lord is speaking strongly into our hearts about um, how we're going to move forward with with the Frankston campus, which includes me, and uh, you're not getting rid of me, and uh, but we're we're sensing just we're just really putting pressure on that word from Hebrews, which talks about the wisdom that is from God is first of all pure and loving, not self-seeking, and we're just really asking God for His answer, and not rushing into an answer, but asking God. Aaron and Katie are doing really well. Um, they're having uh, the, the necessary time out. Aaron's working on his health and some other things that he needs to work on. And uh, But we're in constant contact with them. But we need to move on as well with what you guys need here. And we are working on that. In a few weeks' time, probably about three weeks' time, we'll meet with the leaders and we'll talk with you about where we're, we're at and what we're thinking and maybe get some input from you and how you're feeling. So just to let you know that things are progressing and that's where we're at. You all good with that? All stay in agreement for God's best. Remember, he's a good, good father and wants the best for you here at Frankston. All right. Now, one of the things that uh, today, we this is uh, Presence Weekend here with you guys and we have been training up a group of people that have been put forward as people who have got a prophetic gift upon their lives. And we've been training them up. We, we talked about um, how things speak to us. Like remember in the scripture where Jesus spoke to the fig tree? So he spoke to a thing and how things speak to us every day. That's what advertising and marketing demands. And but so we, we trained people up and they all picked an object and it was fascinating because it all said something about them. And then we were talking about colors in the scripture and uh, how color is used so strongly. In fact, when you think about it, God used color in the form of a rainbow to show that he would never, ever judge the earth in the same way again. Like he could have chosen anything but he chose color. And color is so important and everyone probably has a favorite color or colors that you lean towards more. We have different hair colors, different skin colors, different eye colors, and it's all important to God. And then uh, last week, uh, oh, and then we talked about the importance of self-preparation of the prophet and how that ultimately the word of God is what speaks to you. It is living and active and it itself is the strongest word of prophetic insight into our lives. And everything that is prophesied over our life must come back to what the Word of God says. And then 
we talked about the about names and how important naming is and you know people and businesses have pay to have naming rights when a parent has a child they name that child and they then speak that name out several times in a day you know and that name becomes the nature, essence, and character of that child. And God has such a strong thing about names that sometimes he has changed people's names as a prophetic thing. So we have Abraham, Abraham, and then he becomes Abraham with an H when he says to him that you will become the father of the nation. So he changed his name. And then we have Sarai, which means princess, my princess, to Sarah, which has an H, same name, couple. It's interesting that he put an H, which has a significance in the Hebrew context. And that means to the princess, the princess of the nations. So from the family anointing, from Abraham's princess to our princess, the princess that is the, of the nations, the name has a significance because the name follows God's heart for that situation. So it is really profound. And C.S. Lewis, who's one of my, oh, sorry, C.S. Eliot, who's one of my favorite poets, he writes a beautiful poem um, about a cat has three names. And our dogs have three names. So we've got Murphy Brown, Murphy, and Moo Moo. Depending on if the dog is naughty, it gets Murphy Brown. And then we have Lexi, Lexi Lou, and Lulu. Moo Moo and Lulu is when you're feeling Moo Moo, Lulu, you know? And how many people know that when your child is naughty, you call them by their first, middle, and last name? Or when you want to make a statement, you call them by their first, middle, and last name. And so names are so, so important. And even between couples, sometimes you have a little pet name. Or between friends, you have a little pet name. And sometimes you get a little nickname, which can be either good or detrimental. And sometimes in life, you change your own name. Like, I got so fed up. I can't stand being called Chris because I have no problems with Chris's. But I'm not a Chris. I've never been a Chris. I tried to be a Chris. And nobody would call me Chris in Ireland. So, except for one family. And so I just thought, no, I'm not going to be a Chris. So then they started to call me Chrissy here. And I'm certainly not a Chrissy. And so I thought, well, look, one letter and the Aussies will be happy. So I take an N out. And I thought I was simply taking something out to make it easy. And everybody calls me Christy because veggies, Christy, Chrissy, it all works in Australia. But then the Lord spoke to me and he said, no, 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 I'm changing your name. Because from this day on, this is, the, this is what you have to live up to, that you will be First of all, my name, Christine, means follower of Christ. But he said, no, you need to live up to making the choice that it will be Christ in everything. I was in Indonesia earlier on in the year, and I, uh, last year actually, and uh, I had to take the, um, the envelope into the prison to show Andrew Chan. I said, look, Andrew, I've been promoted because on the envelope it said, welcome, Mrs. Christ. Welcome, Mrs. Christ. I think there's lots of theological issues there, but we won't go there. (laughs) So names are important. And, you know, even the spelling of your name, because my name has been so significant to me in the change, when Chris, people who know me for a long time call me Christy with a Y, it annoys me. And one of my dear friends, I said, how long have you known me? 20 years. I said, well, could you please call my name with an IE? And they said, oh, absolutely. Thank you for correcting me because it's like our name. People say OR at the end of it and, it, and it's ER, and it really annoys me if they've known me for a very long time. So, you know, names are important. 
And if I just went up to you and, and started calling you Joyce, you would, there's nothing wrong with the name Joyce, but that's not you. You know, and, and if people repeatedly call you the wrong name, it's, it's showing a lack of respect. There's something about it that, that is just not right. And so how many people in this room know the meaning of their name? And how many people would say that the meaning of their name was positive? You now know the meaning of your name. I can't believe you didn't know the name, meaning of a name, and it's Elias. I mean, come on. Greatest prophet that ever lived. I mean, come on. So how many people would say that the meaning of the name is positive? How many people would say that the meaning of the name was negative? Okay, that's great. Because then you can flip it on its end. And, you know, that's what it might have meant, but you can flip it to the exact opposite because that's who you are in Christ. Um, it's like often people who, you know, their name means bitter and they go, oh, and I go, yeah, but in God it's sweet, sweetness, sweetness. So the names of God as a prophetic team, we've been, what we've been doing is we've been meditating daily on the different names of God because you remember when um, Jesus was called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. Like, you know, you talk about a first and a middle and a last name. Well, he just got the whole gamut. He got everything. And I think sometimes, you know, I call upon that Wonderful Counselor. Sometimes I call upon the Comforter. Sometimes I call upon that uh, Mighty God. You know, sometimes it's the different aspects of his name that I, that I go to. But I think it's important that we know some of the, the different parts of his name and so that we can find out where we are leaning to because there is power in the of Jesus. There is power. So we need to know all the different aspects of the weaponry that is available to us, the, all the different facets of God's name that we can lean into. And so as a prophetic team, I give a list of names uh, to, the, to the team. And in a moment, I'm just going to read those out over you. But before, and, and I'm going to ask you to just sit with the Lord while I read those out. But before I read those out, I want to read the Lord's prayer to you. Because it's fascinating that the disciples were desperate for Jesus to teach them a way to pray. And then when he did, he taught them how to pray using the names of God. Because the names are the, are the character, essence, and nature of a person. And so the Lord's Prayer... Um, goes like this. I'm just finding my notes. One moment, please. Okay. Our Father in heaven, Yahweh Sabbath, may your name be kept holy, Yahweh Mekadesh. May your kingdom come soon, Yahweh Shammah. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, El Elyon. Give us today the food we need, Yahweh Jireh, and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us, Yahweh Jehovah. And don't yet let us yield to temptation, Yahweh Roi, but rescue us from the evil one, Yahweh Rapha, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, Elohim. Now, I believe that prophetically God is going to speak into your life as I read these over you now. We've been doing this as a team. And what we've been doing is reading all the names and whatever gels with us, we've been putting a little tick by it. And then at the end of the month, we've seen which one we've ticked the most. And it's fascinating because as we reflect over the month, that's actually what we have needed the most. And because there is strength and power and everything that we need caught up in the name of Jesus. 
So here we go. You may want to close your eyes as you listen to these being read out over you because one may resonate with you. And then from there, we're going to go into another uh, time in the prophetic time where you will take that name and attribute into that with you. So El or Eloah, God, mighty, strong, prominent. God has the power to bring us good and strength. God has the compassion. He has the might. Elohim, God, our creator. God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God's power being evident as him alone is God. Elohim is the one who speaks the world into existence. Perhaps we need to lean on Elohim right now to speak into our world to change our existence. El Shaddai, God Almighty. He speaks with ultimate power over all. Over everything. Adonai. The name that is thought to be too sacred even to be used so the Jews use Yahweh. Lord. Yahweh, Jehovah. Immediacy, presence. He is accessible and near to those who call on him for help, for forgiveness for guidance, for help, for forgiveness, for guidance. Yahweh Jireh, the Lord will provide. always remember the story of Abraham and God provided the ram to be sacrificed. God will provide Jehovah Jireh. Yahweh Rapha, the Lord who heals. I am Jehovah who healed you both body and soul. Yahweh Nisai, the Lord our banner. He took me into his banqueting house and his banner over me is love. His thoughts towards us are victorious. His thoughts towards our situation. He has us covered with his banner. Yahweh Nisi. Yahweh Mekadesh, the Lord who makes holy. You alone can do it, but you don't have to do it alone. He helps us. He cleanses us. He makes us holy. He orders our disorders. Takes away our addictions. Yahweh Mikadesh. Yahweh Shalom, 
the Lord our peace. This is the name given by Gideon to, at the altar he built after the angel of the Lord assured him he would not die as he thought he would. Yahweh Shalom, the Lord our peace. Yahweh Elohim, Lord God. He is the Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Yahweh Tiskanu, the Lord our righteousness. God alone provides for us. He provided our righteousness. And now he provides for us everything. Yahweh Ruhi, the Lord our shepherd. This is after David pondered his relationship as a shepherd to his sheep. He realized this was exactly the relationship God had with him. And so he declares, Yahweh Ruhi is my shepherd, I shall not want. Yahweh Shammah, the Lord is there. The glory of the Lord has returned. Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. He is the Lord of the hosts of heaven and the inhabitants of the earth. This shows the majesty, power, and authority that shows that he is able to accomplish what he determines to do. Sometimes we need to call upon the Lord of hosts to bring his glory in a situation. El Elyon, the Lord Most High, it's derived from the Hebrew root to go up. Sometimes we need to go to the Lord Elion and say, we need to go up in this area. We're down and we need to go up. We need your Lordship to ascend our flesh. El Roi, the God of seeing. It's the name that means that God himself can see our distress. He can see all things that are alive. He can see beyond what the eye sees. You know, sometimes we need to look at things not in the eyes of the flesh, but through the name of Jesus, the name of God, which is the all-seeing God. So easy to assume that someone who is down and out is in need and someone who's up and out is not or vice versa. We see with the eyes of God. We see as God sees. Elolam, the everlasting God. It is no beginning, no end, and it's free from all the constraints of time. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. He doesn't change. God alone sustains. I love the little prayer of St. Teresa of Avila, let nothing frighten you. Let nothing disturb you. All things pass away. God alone sustains. He never changes. El Olam. And finally, El Gibor, mighty God. The name describing the Messiah, Christ Jesus. He's a powerful and mighty warrior. We don't have to be the warriors. He wars for us. We need to be found in him. He holds back. You know, there are many more names of God, but those are the ones that we've been looking at. And I just believe that the Lord will stir up in you something that will bring comfort in that. I want to ask Sandra to come and share with you a little bit of a testimony 
because what we want to do is to, for you to sit on this name and then we're going to be praying for you and and as the Lord leads, giving a word of, of insight that may help you. So just keep with that. Whatever the Lord is ministering to your in your spirit, keep repeating that as she's speaking. And uh, we're just going to believe that God's going to do something today that will really just be solid in your heart and in your spirit and really bring encouragement and strength and succor. Thank you, Christy. Yeah, um, as we've been looking at these names for the past month, um, and I, as I was personally jotting down in my phone every day which which name of God spoke to me, I started to see a bit of a pattern. The pattern was very much steered to one particular name and that was El Roy, the God who sees, the God who sees our distress, our pain, our suffering. God saw the pain and suffering of the Israelites. And it's funny, something about pain and suffering. When we go through pain and suffering, we can often accuse God. We can often say, God, where are you? Why are you allowing me to go through this? Why don't you care about what I'm going through? You know, when Jesus was in the boat with the disciples and he said to them, we're going to the other side. You know the story very well. A huge storm blew up and the first thing the disciples said to the sleeping Jesus was, don't you care? Because that's the place we go to when, we, when we're in distress, we're in suffering. Don't you care? I recognise the things that have been suffering for me have actually been an incredible gift because God's allowing me to see, not only personally experience it, firstly personally experiencing it, but then to see and help others. And what has been, I guess, um, in society, and I'm going to talk about singleness, actually. This is something that's been my personal journey. Some of you may know that there's been a course that we've started this year on singleness. In my suffering of being a single woman, I started to see God showing me something that was an absolute gift. And sometimes we want to do away with the gift. We don't see suffering as a gift. But God has shown me that it has absolutely been a gift to help others, to set other people free. And we've been journeying this year with, there's about 22 people doing this singles course. And we're halfway through. And each week, God is speaking to these people and showing them His love. His love. Because we're complete in Christ. Not because we're married or single. We're complete in Christ. And so things are starting to unlock. But it took me seeing and experiencing pain to be able to then lead people out. So the God who sees also shows us. And so often when we're in our distress, what we want to do is go, I don't want this. God, don't you care about me? God is there. He's ready to give you everything you need. He's ready to provide. And he's also there for you to provide the answer for someone else. So I actually throw out open to you this morning, what is God showing you that could be the answer for someone else? That could be the comfort you could bring to someone else. I believe we've got Moseses in our midst. God's looking for the one that will say, yeah, I'll do this, Lord. It's painful, but I will do this. I will go through this because God sees. God is not indifferent to our suffering. He actually provides a way for people to be comforted and to take us to the other side. And we're part of that answer. 
and part of that answer. And I just feel right now, if you have felt God prompting you, God showing you something, you've almost gone, I don't want it, Lord. I'm not smart enough. I'm not willing enough. I'm not anything enough. If that's you, do you mind just raising your hand? Because I'd like to pray a prayer over you. Is anyone here? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for those hands right now that are raised. Father, I thank you. That's an answer to the call that you have placed on them, Lord God. Father, I thank you for bravery and strength right now, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that you provide. You are Jehovah Jireh, providing every step as we go through this journey. Lord, I thank you they have eyes to see what you see. And they're answering. They're responding with your heart. And Lord God, I just quieten right now every descending voice, every voice that says, I can't, I'm not able. Right now, I speak to those voices to be silent in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I thank you that when we say yes, you give everything we need right now. Your enabling, your provision, your, your way to freedom for others. And so, Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, your fresh anointing upon them. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. word for you, Al. I just sense the Lord saying, you are the head and not the tail. And he's saying, just rise up, man of God. Rise up. Do not look down. Look up to me. I am your strength. I am your shield. Everything you need is in me. I just see the peace of God all over you. Jehovah Shalom. Peace. Be anxious for nothing. Trust in me. Do not lean on your own understanding, but trust in me. And I will make your path straight.
I just felt when I was reading out those um, names of God, God will ascend, lift you up, go up, El Elyon, God Most High, Absolute Lordship. Now, what we want to do, I'm just listening to the Holy Spirit, and I want you to just follow this, please. Those of you who sensed uh, the Lord speak to you specifically about a name, can I ask you to come here now and we'll pray for you. Just come, if the Lord spoke to you specifically as I was reading out those names, can you just come up the front now, please? We're going to pray for you. Is there anyone else? Because we're going to close off this this part of the prayer line now. If the Lord spoke to you by the name, you felt it quicken in your spirit, just come now, please. And then I'm going to ask those that are training in the prophetic to come and help us now as we pray over these people. And then there'll be an opportunity to pray for others in a moment, but just specifically for those that sense the Lord speak to them. Okay. All right. The rest of you just be praying. Um, the rest of you just pray if you don't mind, please, and then we'll, we'll pray for you in a moment as well.
Beautiful. Now we've just got a little bit more time left. And um, if you uh, feel that you would like us to pray for you, you'd like some prayer, just feel free to come forward and, and uh, we'll pray for you in the line if you would like prayer for any situation, any situation. Mighty God, God of love, God who meets every need, comforter, consistent. You know, many people have not had consistent things in their life. Many people have had transactional love, not unconditional love, but He is a God who loves us unconditionally. here and you'd like to pray as well, please feel free. If there's anyone that's got sickness in their body right now, if you'd like to raise your hand. If you're not in the prayer line, if you're sitting down and keep your hands up, those of you who are not in the prayer line but have got sickness in your bodies. If there's anyone around you, keep your hands up. Would you pray for those people? Maybe move out of your seats and go and pray for the people with their hands up that need prayer. We do this together. You alone can do it, but you don't have to do it alone. We're in a community of faith. If there's anyone sitting in the congregation and you have a material need right now, I don't want you to tell the person that comes over to you what that need is, but I just want you right this moment, there is a time for telling needs, but right this moment, just put your hand up and someone around you will pray for you because it's Jehovah Jireh, our provider, that will meet that need. And you know what? Sometimes the need is met uh, completely out of the blue. Abraham did not expect to see a ram on the top of the mountain. So if you have a need of some description, let's pray for God to meet it in an unexpected need. It's, It's no shame to have a need. If you have a need, just raise your hand and someone will come and pray for you. If you're sitting near somebody with their hand up, can you please pray for them? Get yourself out of your comfort zone. There's a lady over here. Um, Sonia, there's a lady over here with her hand up. Can you pray? That would be awesome. Thanks. Okay. It's wonderful to see the body at work.
And we're going to close our service right now, but it is not over. We do have a beautiful lunch, a beautiful spread that I can see in the kitchen.